0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Deliveryman Podcast with your host Adam Zeitler and Kyle Rhodey. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Delivery Men podcast. I am your host, Kyle, the Deliveryman Roadie, without my co-host Adam the Ambassador Zeitler. So here we go again. We're with or without you, man, I could have been in you too. I'm, I'm telling you, I, you probably couldn't tell the difference between my voice and uh, panels. I wish I could just go by like a, a, just a name, you know, like Road Dog or Road Diggity. I don't know, whatever. It's just, it's, it's not in the cards for me. I, um, uh, I gave up on my uh, music as, as what, what's that word? Aspirations. See, this is where Adam could uh, vent what I'm saying and correct it, but I believe it is Aspirations. Um, if, in fact, it's not, you can hit us up on Twitter at Deliverment FF or our Facebook page, the Deliveryman Fantasy Football Podcast. And But what I'm trying to say is I gave up on my music hopes and dreams a long, long time ago, but, you know, that's just the way it is. You play the cards you dealt and, uh, and plus, I wasn't, like, super amazing. I'm not going to pretend i'm not i mean i wish i could go back and you know do like spend more time on that and exactly that's what i'm trying to say is i wish i could turn back time and go ahead and do that i mean granted i wouldn't change anything uh how it currently is but you know what i'm saying it'd be nice to be a super famous rock star and uh well i kind of am with uh, the podcast but uh you know it's um it, 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 it pays the bills you know on top of the other jobs I have you know but um anyways no uh Adam the Ambassador Zeitler is off this evening he um I can't even think of a clever excuse anymore he was just all like I'm so sad my fantasy team is so bad and he's like I just I, 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 I don't know what to do no I'm just joking you just need the time off to um well he'll he'll tell you next week he's He's, he, you know, he's probably hunting uh, elks or bears or, you know, whatever. That's the thing about bear attacks. They come when you least expect it. Maybe he was attacked by a bear. Well, we'll find out uh, probably in next week's episode. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through the same line. It's only going to be one episode this week, and it's going to be the studs, the jack legs, starts of the week, you know, all the similar format. I'll reflect on um, uh, heating up and let you know where everything fell with that. But, uh, yeah, let's uh, jump into some studs of the week. Because I'm a stud. Joe Mixon was... uh, Well, see, the thing is, is I make that noise because I faced him in four out of my eight leagues. Did I win any of those? No, absolutely not. Uh, He put up uh, 153 yards rushing on 22 attempts, four touchdowns. That's not where it stopped. He had uh, four receptions on five targets, 58 yards, and one touchdown. The people that have been holding on to Joe Mixon are making trades for him, um, I mean, it really paid off. I mean, this year, I mean, he saw performances of RB 42, 27, 20, 27, and he actually finished RB 27 up until this past week We he finished RB one in a half point PPR format. He was 53.10 points. Oh, I'm going to have to vet those stats to see if in fact that's like the most all time. I know, uh, Jonathan Taylor, I believe it was last year had a game over 50 points, which is just. I mean if you if anybody that's listening lost a league with um Joe Mixon, uh let me know because um I I, I just find that to be pretty interesting. Uh next on the list would be Justin Fields and that's um, the thing about Yeah, bear absolutely bear come attacks one you least expect it. Because uh you don't know when to expect the bear attacks, but as of late, uh he's in the last three weeks 19.36, 26.04. and then this week he put up points impressive giving him a quarterback one finish on the week uh he was 17 for 28 123 yards three touchdowns but this is the pretty impressive part 15 attempts 178 yards and one touchdown he did in fact break michael vick's record for the single game rushing of a quarterback so that's you know congratulations justin i i mean i know he's listening and he's probably smiling and being like yeah i did that but yeah so We'll probably talk about him in the waiver segment if, in fact, he is still out there. He is currently rostered in 68.4% of leagues in a redraft, so uh, we'll touch base when we get there. Patrick Mahomes is fantastic, as per usual. Uh, finished quarterback two on the week with a 34.14 uh, fantasy output. 43 for 68 attempts. That's That's got to be close to the most he's ever attempted. 446 yards passing, only one touchdown through the air he did have one touchdown on the ground on six attempts and 63 yards. Devontae Adams was phenomenal in the first half of the game. He still finished wide receiver one on the week. Uh, he was 10 for 10 in the first half with 146 yards and two touchdowns. And then in the second half, no way, he was nine for nine in the first half. And then in the second half, he went one for eight for zero yards. Um, Yeah, I mean... 31.60 output, giving him the wide receiver one on the week. That's pretty impressive. I mean, it's maybe maybe share the wealth a little bit. I mean, I'm just suggesting, you know, I mean, no, he's, he's pretty amazing. Rookie Kenneth Walker uh, finished uh, very well on uh, week nine against the Arizona Cardinals. 26.40 was his output, giving him running back two on the week, uh, 26 attempts on 109 yards. actually 109 yards on 26 attempts, two touchdowns, three uh, receptions on four targets, 20 yards. He's been phenomenal this year. If you have him in a dynasty, uh, this is, I think this is a long-term fantastic, uh, you know, situation you got going on here. I mean, uh, he was probably, you know, second pick behind Brees Hall, and it's just, it's really calculating, and uh, the coach there... P. Carroll says they have not even unleashed his full potential, which is, uh, I, I I'd like to see the full potential. To tell you the truth, uh, New England Patriots uh, put up twenty six points on defense. Um, yeah, New England's defense year in and year out is just fantastic. Travis Etienne, um, yeah, he's in for eighty one percent of the snaps. It looks like uh, they do have James Hasty on that roster, who was going to kind of, we were waiting to see what he would do as far as um taking over some of the share in the backfield, but it looks like it's very minimal. He was a running back three on the week with 28 attempts, 109 yards and two touchdowns, two receptions, 17 yards. Kenyon Drake continues to shock and amaze. I mean, hmm. It's one of those things where, you know, uh, Gus Edwards is, you know, so-so right now as far as his health and uh it's it's interesting to see Kenyon drake do quite a bit with the opportunities he's getting finished running back four on the week 24 attempts 93 yards and two touchdowns and tyreek hill has been fantastic week in and week out um he's currently the number one wide receiver on the season he finished wide receiver two last week uh seven receptions on eight targets 143 yards and one touchdown um derrick henry uh Currently the number three running back in the season. uh, Was running back five last week. 17 carries, 115 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Tua uh, Tua and Josh Allen we're going to put in there as, uh, you know, uh, honorable mentions. Uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, he finished with 22 fantasy points. His uh, stats were seven receptions, 13 attempts, 115 yards, and one touchdown. He did have one rush for 10 yards. Cooper Cup, his ankle seems to be fine. Did not bother him. He was able to finish wide receiver three on the week with eight receptions, nine targets, 127 yards, and one touchdown. He did have one rushing, no, three rushing attempts for one yard. And Dallas Godert uh, from the Thursday night game against Houston finished tight end one on the week, eight receptions on nine targets, 100 yards, and one touchdown. And then honorable mention will go Austin Eckler, Cole Clement. Those guys... uh Cole Clement is we'll talk about him in the the waiver segment of the episode um so I'll dive in a little bit deeper into them but um you know me not thinking clearly I went ahead and I jumped ahead of uh this uh, little ditty here breaking news so what we got for breaking news is uh DJ Moore uh he's he I, I know I put him in the outhouse a couple weeks back, but I, I didn't I didn't close the door on him. Um, PJ Walker was announced to be the starting quarterback um for Thursday's game against the Falcons. I'm looking for a bounce back out of DJ Moore. Uh Darren Waller, uh still limited in practice, along with uh Hunter Run Uh that hamstring has really been a thing for Darren Waller. Um we'll be talking about him a little bit later. Uh Evan Ingram is limited in practice. Uh keep an eye on that. A lot of people have been streaming him. Uh, Uh, Kyler Murray is considered day-to-day with his hamstring injury. Uh, Alex Pierce, um, eh, not too much on Alex Pierce. Um, It's just uh, reporting that he had one reception uh, in the loss. But, yeah, it is what it is. Um, Let's see what else we got. Anything else? Oh, Jim Ursay has uh, fired Frank Wright and then uh, put in uh, Jeff Saturday as the, the interim head coach. And, um, hmm, it's, uh, it's interesting because, uh, man, I don't, I don't know where a lot of fans are with that. I, I currently, I, I respect Jeff Saturday. So that's one of those situations where, yeah, he, um, I just, it's going to be wait and see. I'm hoping this isn't just like a crash and burn situation, but, um, Oh, I got one of these for you. Kyles, did you know fun fact of awesomeness? The last coaching experience that Jeff Saturday had was with a high school team and they went three and seven. What does that translate to in uh, NFL football? Uh, it's gonna be one of those kind of wait and see type situations. And that'll be the end of uh, breaking news and we're gonna jump into some jack leg. Uh, Antonio Gibson, Jack Legg, Daryl Henderson, Jack Legg, Aaron Jones. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll put an asterisk next to his name for being a Jack Leg because he got injured. Uh, David Montgomery, Brian Robinson, uh, Deion Jackson. He was somebody that a lot of people picked up because of the Jonathan Taylor injury. Uh, A.J. Dillon, Robert Tunyon. Yeah, the majority of the Packers, it, it turns out, had been a rough go at him for him. Uh, James Cook, Gabe Davis, uh, Hunter Renfro, Dawson Knox, um, and Jacoby Myers, Marquez, uh, Calloway. If he's rostered, he's only rostered in 5.1% of leagues. Allen Robinson, uh, Will Disley, Julio Jones, Michael Pittman, Kyle Pitts, uh, John Lewis Smith. Oh man. All these big names, Christian Watson, DJ Moore. Like I said, DJ's not in the outhouse, but, uh, you know, he's, he's. Starting to make another push. Maybe he enjoyed it in there. I'm not not positive. I would enjoy being in there, but no, I don't judge. Devonta Smith, Eno Benjamin, Isaiah McKenzie, Deontay Foreman. Oh man, yeah. And then uh, that look. Uh, Alec Pierce. We had talked about earlier. Chase Claypool. Um, and that looks like that's it. But I do have a new candidate for the Outhouse. Welcome to the show. And that would, in fact, be Darren Waller. Um, it's one of those things where, yeah, I know he's been injured and whatnot, and out for the last couple of weeks, even prior to his uh, uh, because he hasn't played since uh, well, actually, had thirteen percent snap share in week five, but week three and week four, he finished tight end thirty-one and twenty-eight. Um, it's just the hamstring is really really nagging him. I mean, it's one of those things where he was drafted probably pretty high, probably around the, you know, Kyle Pitts area as we had alluded to in the last episode. You know, you had your big ones like Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, then you'd have like Kyle Pitts, Darren Waller, and then you'd have the the teardrop. Um, it's one of those situations where yeah, it's it's not it's 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 not translating for him. So I'm gonna toss him there. Maybe he's going to you know, burst out of it, hopefully for the sake of a lot of fantasy owners that are holding on to him currently, that maybe he can uh, burst out of the outhouse. But then now we're going to jump into some waivers. Boy, look, there's some people want to ride too. Pick them up. Chances are you're listening to this um, prior to your waivers running, but sometimes uh, in your fantasy leagues, you do have the waivers running daily. So um, uh, top pickups, we got New York Giants against Houston. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm gonna throw defenses in there too, just because you know we got the bye weeks and whatnot. And we'll discuss who's on bye this week. Uh, Tennessee Titans against Denver. Uh, Terrence Marshall. Uh, Terrence Marshall. Um, he's been pretty good the last two weeks, finishing wide receiver 26 and the wide receiver 16. But he's seeing targets from PJ Walker. Um, as I stated, PJ Walker is the announced quarterback uh, for starting in um on Thursday night. So you know, it's it's one of those things in deeper leagues, like he's he's probably still sitting out there, he's only rostered in 29% of leagues. Uh, Cole Komet, uh, we talked about earlier, um, he's essentially uh, touchdown dependent at the time, last two weeks, tight end 12, tight end, tight end 2, uh, and he has found the end zone um, the last two weeks, uh, scoring three touchdowns over the last two weeks, so, um, and they are going against Detroit, which is a favorable matchup at the tight end position, so you know, give it give it some thought. Give it, you know, if, in fact, you're looking for a streaming option. Uh, Jeff Wilson, who uh, took off uh, quite a bit of chunk of a, uh, um, oh, man, why am I escaping this? Adam, this is where I need you, man. Come on. Ah, no. Raheem Mostert, he's taken uh, quite a bit of a uh, snapshot away from him. He almost had a 50-50 split with him. Jeff Wilson finishes the running back 10 uh, with nine carries, 51 yards. And he did find the end zone, uh, receiving with 21 yards and a touchdown. Uh, it's one of those ones he's, he's rostered in 69% of leagues, so he's out there, and um, quite a few. So if you got a bench spot that somebody toss on there and see what if this is how it's going to be going forward, or if Jeff Wilson might take a little bit more of that snap share away, we'll we'll see. Jalen Warren is currently 19% um, owned in redraft leagues. Uh, Jalen Warren, the reason why he's on here is because uh, Coach Tomlin uh, suggested that uh, Warren um, might get more looks. So not good news for Najee owners, but uh, it's been kind of a rough go at her for uh, Najee lately. So, you know, Jalen Warren, we're going to have to see, like I said, if you got a bench spot, toss him on there. I mean, 19% owned. It's, he's available in a lot of leagues. Uh, Graham Gano, this is, you know, kicker for New York Giants, and that's solely based on, you know, you're probably streaming uh, kickers at the moment, so him, Matt Gay, uh, Las Vegas uh, Raiders defense, um, Greg Dulcich, uh, Case Keenum, uh, That's it's interesting to me, and that's because of the uh, Josh Allen news that um, he's kind of dinged up a little bit in his throwing arm, so, and it's an injury he has suffered from before, so, and it held him out. I believe it was two or th- maybe it was three years ago now. When you get older, time flies by a little faster, but it did hold them out of uh, four games in that season. I believe it was two years ago. Uh, Daniel Jones owned a 52% of leagues, streaming option. Wandale Robinson, if he's still out there. Justin Fields, uh, he's rostered in 87% of leagues, but if for whatever reason Justin Fields is uh, sitting out there, we might be in line for some more. That's the thing about bear attacks, they come when you least expect it. Yeah, and uh, it'd be interesting to see if that continues for him. Nicole Hardman is uh is uh a great option too. He's owned in fifty-nine percent of leagues and they've kind of carved out a little bit of role for him in uh uh Kansas City offense in the last uh three weeks, not including the bye. Uh wide receiver twenty six, but then wide receiver two and then wide receiver seven. So he's getting uh, quite a bit of the the workload there. And now we'll jump into some Rhymer's Heating. It's hot in here. So hot. Heating Up, presented by Rhymer Heating. Of the Crivets area. And I am apologizing, it is Rhymer Heating. I did say Rhymer's Heating. I caught myself, well, technically after the fact. But uh, my Heating Up cam- candidates were DJ Moore, Elvin Kamara, Adams were Jalen Hurts, Stepan Diggs. Uh, they All the fires got pulled out it was not a good week for DJ Moore or Elvin Kamara, uh, Jalen hurts. Uh, you know, he finished outside the top 10 at quarterback and Stephon Diggs finished. Um, well, I believe it's top five at quarterback, but I think Jalen hurts even finished outside the top 10. Same thing with Stefan Diggs finished outside the top 10. so all of our guys have been extinguished yet again. And it, you know, it is what it is. Essentially it's, Adam still leads by one but maybe that's why he's taking all this time off I bet you that's what it is he's probably scared because I in fact am a genius and he wants uh, uh nothing to do with uh, facing me and uh, heating up but you know he's he's gonna have to he's gonna have to pay the piper eventually I mean uh, I've got all these candidates that um, are going to catch fire and i I bet you that just that worries him a little bit so now we're going to jump into some uh what we're going to go go over the buys first before we go into like starts of the week and whatnot so the buys this week are the baltimore ravens cincinnati Bengals, new england patriots and new york jets so if in fact you do own any shares of them you need to go ahead and bench them immediately due to the fact that they aren't playing it's one of those uh you know hey we're letting you know ahead of time so yeah we're doing our part so i'm gonna get into some starts of the week oh man i'm sorry if that was so loud in your ears because it was loud in my ears but it is so hard to run a switchboard drop board and all that jazz anyways Uh, My first start of the week is actually going to be Chase Claypool. Uh, Chase Claypool, uh, although he made the switch over to Chicago, uh, he did have a 35% snap share, but on that snap share, he received nine targets. So that, I mean, not nine targets, nine upside down, which would be six targets, which is actually pretty impressive on that low of a snap share. Uh, Actually, when he was with Pittsburgh the prior week, an 80% snap share, he also saw six targets. So that just goes to show you how much that he is actually probably going to be an intricate part of this offense for Justin Fields as long as Justin Fields keeps the, the good times rolling over there. And then also the st- another start of the week that I got is uh, actually Devin Singletary. Uh, this is on the, like I had talked about, the Josh Allen injury. Uh, if in fact he is playing, I don't know if they're going to be gunning it as much as they usually do. Uh, they're they're playing the Vikings, which um you know Vikings seven and one, Buffalo six and two. But I don't, it's not an impressive seven and one from the Vikings, and I do think that Buffalo will be able to run on them. Um, that's why I'm going to go with uh, Devin Singletary because I think in fact that with Josh Allen's injury, like I said, maybe they're not going to push them a little too much on that situation, or if in fact he is out in Case Keenum is in, it might be one of those situations where they just rely on the run game anyways. So let's get into some uh, week ten preview. <laughs> preview. So the Thursday night game uh, is the four and five Atlanta Falcons at the two and seven Carolina Panthers. Who in this one you're gonna have Mariota and deeper leagues? PJ Walker maybe? Uh, no, I can't. I can't not if we're referring to redraft. nope. But uh, Cordell Patterson came back last week and was running back seven on the week, only on a 39% uh, snap share. He did find the end zone twice. That's pretty impressive. So you're going to put him in your lineup. Um, that's not good news for the Tyler Algier owners. I mean, Tyler Algier did have a, a decent game last week as well, putting him at a running back 14 on the week with 99 rushing yards. But it's, it's, it's Patterson's backfield, essentially. I mean, he's great, you know... Uh, any, any time he's been playing this year. Um, Deontay Foreman, last time they did face each other. That is when uh, Deontay finished running back five on the week with 118 yards and three touchdowns. So you're going to be rolling with him. Uh, D.J. Moore, um, yeah, because uh, yeah, D.J. Moore against Atlanta was running back. I mean, wide receiver five had 11 targets, six receptions. I'm not comparing game to game, but it's one of those situations where I think history will repeat itself. Uh, Terrence Marshall, one of the deeper dives. Um, I think you can play him in this one. PJ Walker does, you know, go after him quite a bit. And then uh, also Kyle Pitts. This is actually a pretty fruitful game for uh, a lot of people involved. Maybe I should make this my golden game on a Thursday night. Are you crazy? I love oh, gold. No. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Kyle Pitts when he faced Carolina last time, tight end three, uh, with uh, nine targets, five receptions, 80 yards, and one touchdown. And then uh, looking on to the next matchup, we got the six and three Seattle Seahawks against the four and five Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, this one is going to be the Germany game that we were uh, alluding to two weeks ago, but it turned out that one was London. But this one is the Germany game. Geno Smith is currently the wide receiver eight in the season. Uh, he's going to be in your lineup, especially in super flex leagues. Tom Brady. Oh man, Tom Brady. Currently, number fourteen quarterback on the season, but you're going to leave him in your lineup. Um, keep an eye out for the Rashad White uh, Leonard Fournette uh, split in the backfield. Uh, Rashad White is, as of late, kind of um, kind of uh, carved out a little role for himself, and uh, Leonard Fournette hasn't really been, you know, super impressive. I mean, in the last three weeks, nineteen yards, twenty-four yards, nineteen yards. That's uh. And that's that's not really great numbers out of the rushing game. Uh, Kenneth Walker is going to be your lineup each and every week. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, uh, Geno sh- has shown that he can support both those guys. Uh, Michael Evans uh, did not; he was limited in practice um, on Wednesday, so that's one you're going to have to monitor, uh, see where he's at. I mean, Mike Evans usually plays through any injury that he has, so you're going to probably keep him in your lineup. Chris Godwin. Um Will Disley maybe on a deeper dive. He's number seventeen tight end on this season. Uh, but Kate Otten, he's the one who caught the touchdown pass to win the game for Tampa Bay against the Rams last week. He's he's been coming on as of late. You know, he's seeing target shares of seven, five, five, six. I mean, he's being targeted. We know Tom Brady loves the tight end, so that's you know, something you wanna maybe keep your eye on. Maybe maybe stash. I mean in in redraft leagues he's currently owned i want to take a peek at that real quick in 24 percent of leagues so he's out there if you're looking for somebody that's got a quarterback named tom brady and plays a tight end position so that's an option then we got the seven and one minnesota vikings versus the six and two buffalo bills um my start of the week Devin singletary is going to be in your lineup uh josh allen if he's in um Kirk cousins has proven to be a fine streaming option if not you know starting option currently number 10 quarterback in the season uh Delvin Cook's gonna be in your lineup Justin Jefferson Adam Thielen uh TJ Hawkinson actually did pretty phenomenal for coming over there in week one being in uh, 91 percent of the snaps uh was tight in seven nine targets nine receptions 70 yards so he's gonna be an intricate part of this offense which is a hit on KJ Osborne so uh, don't feel comfortable with Osborne going. Um, Dawson Knox, if you're looking for that uh, possible touchdown with not a lot of yards, or looking for a streaming option, uh, Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs. Well, Gabe Davis, if you like the the chance of uh, big playability, you know, go with Gabe Davis. Isaiah McKenzie, also the same, might be in a kind of a flex role, but somebody that you can plug in if need be, because if Josh Allen's your quarterback, you have a Oh, great opportunity to do something. Two and six uh, Detroit Lions at the three and six Chicago Bears. Um, Jared Goff in your know your super flex type situations. Currently number fifteen quarterback in the season. Justin Fields has been phenomenal as of late. Currently number seven quarterback. Uh, the but with that, it's uh, it's getting really hard to play David Montgomery. Um, the last couple of weeks. Uh, running back 17, 21, 22, 36, 32, and that's you know, Justin Fields has siphoned off, off a lot of that uh workload for him. And but he's like stuck in between him and Khalil Herbert because Khalil Herbert is you know, you no, know, Khalil Herbert is about 28% of the snap share. But uh, either way, Justin Fields is getting a lot of opportunities. You know, I, I feel like they've figured out some kind of a system that's working. Uh, Chase Claypool, my start of the week, uh, Darnell Mooney. Um has really turned it on as of late. Phenomenal receiving option for uh Justin Fields. I'm um, Ross St. Brown's not gonna leave your lineup. Uh Cole Komet, we had talked about uh if you're looking for a streaming option that's touched on dependent, that's somebody that you can go to. Khalif Raymond. Um eh, deeper situations, I'm I'm sure, but I'd prefer Josh Reynolds, but he's currently questionable. So if Josh Reynolds isn't going, Khalif Raymond, and then in that uh the, the kind of the Hawkinson replacement you got Brock Wright and uh, James Mitchell those tight ends I want to see what happens there first before I start uh, taking chances on either one of them three and six Jacksonville Jaguars the six and two Kansas City Chiefs oh man Trevor Lawrence is still a top 10 quarterback uh, so he'll be in your lineup Patrick Mahomes always in your lineup Travis Etienne phenomenal uh, Juju, MVS, McCole Hardman, uh, Kadarius Tony. they got him a little bit involved last week, uh, but it was still only 9% of the snap share, but they did have some, you know, manufactured uh, plays for him. Uh, Christian Kirk, uh, he did find the end zone last week, currently number 10 wide receiver on the season, so uh, he'll be in your lineup. Evan Ingram, if he's good to go and you're looking to stream an option, Evan Ingram, but although, I mean, at this point, Evan Ingram... Number 12 tight end on the season might be an option for just an every week start. Travis Kelsey uh, never leaves your lineup. Uh, The running backs, hmm, the running back situation is currently kind of gross uh, because we got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who in the last four weeks, running back 50, 42, 30, 47. it's, It's just not really super impressive lately. And that backfield is kind of a dart throw because like, I believe last week Jarek McKinnon actually outgained um, uh, Clyde Edwards' player on the ground. Oh, no, wait. Clyde Edwards had one more yard. He had five yards. Uh, Jarek McKinnon had four. And Isaiah Pacheco, uh, that's... It'd be hard to hold on to him at this point um, just because you had more hopes when they announced that he was going to be the starting running back when, in fact, it's just not... It's just not really a thing at this moment, so I would steer away from that Chiefs backfield if I can. Like if I had, um, well, for, for example, the next matchup is Cleveland and Miami. If I had uh, Raheem Mostert uh, or even Kareem Hunt, I'd probably start them over any of the Chiefs backfield. But jumping into that next matchup, three and five, Cleveland Browns at the six and three, Miami Dolphins. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, eh, super flex maybe might be an option for you. Um it, it's bold, but you know, if you're in a deep league, that might be an option you have to go to. Tua Viola has been phenomenal, number 11 quarterback in the season uh the last 3 weeks, quarterback 11, quarterback 1, quarterback 4. Um yeah, he's fantastic. Raheem Mostert, like it's stated, I would start him over the the Chiefs backfield if those are the options I have. Uh Jeff Wilson we're going to have to see another week of what that's all about. Um, if it's going to be a true 50-50 split, Jeff Wilson's going to have a little more of it. We'll see. Nick Chubb, never leaves your lineup. Cream um, Hunt, uh, flex option for sure. Amari Cooper, who has been phenomenal this season, currently number 12 tight end. Yeah, I'd toss him in. Ty- Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, never leave your lineup. Uh, streaming options of, uh it looks like David Njoku uh, missed practice uh, to start this week, but... Uh yeah, I mean I, I probably wouldn't roll with him if you know, if it came down to it. And uh Mike Kosicki is, uh, man. The, the guy had so much more promise. I mean, he did finish Titan one in week six, but it, when you got weapons like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, it's it's hard to find, you know, any kind of comfort and starting Mike Kosicki, but uh, I've seen crazier things happen. So, you know, if you feel comfortable with it, give it a go. Then we have the 1-6-1 Houston Texans at the 6-2 and uh, New York football Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones, fine quarterback streaming option, uh, especially in this one, Saquon Barkley. Damian Pierce ended up on the injury report. He was limited in practice with a chest shoulder injury. So monitor that. Um, Brandon Cooks. Oh, man. He's, he's had a rough go over the last couple of weeks. I mean, he was out last week. Uh, he's questionable this week. Uh, he didn't practice on Wednesday with that wrist injury, so monitor that. Um, otherwise, I'm kind of out on all the other options. Uh, Wanda Robinson would be an option. I'd be interested in the passing game for New York. Um, and actually, that's probably pretty much it for that one. 3-6 and six, uh, New Orleans Saints at the 2-6 uh, and six Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, This is one where we had talked about um, uh, Najee Harris maybe losing a little bit of his uh, stronghold on that backfield and seeing if uh, Jalen Warren is actually going to get a bigger piece of the pie. We're going to have to wait and see in this one. Elvin Kamara doesn't leave your lineup. Uh, Streaming option of uh, Andy Dalton. I mean, last week wasn't really great for him against the stingy Baltimore defense, but he does up yards from time to time. It, 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 I don't know if they're going to be rolling with him for sure this week or if they're going to go back to Jameis Winston. We'll have to wait and see. On the Pittsburgh side of the ball, um, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens. I put George Pickens in over Deontay Johnson just because of the rapport that Kenny Pickett and him have built up. Uh, Chris Olave, uh, he's he's an every-week starter right now. So, and um, Jarvis Landry is actually limited in practice. So, if in fact he does come back, that'd be somebody you can probably think about plugging in in maybe a flex type position. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, um, currently number three tight end, end on the season, he's 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 pretty sturdy. You can roll with him. Uh, Joanne Johnson has turned it on as of late, being a pretty good option for Andy Dalton. So once again, find the streaming option right there. Then we got the three and five Denver Broncos at the five and three Tennessee Titans. Yeah, we'll have to see if Russell Wilson gets right after the after the bye week be interesting to see uh, Ryan Tannehill should be back for this one um which is yeah we, we saw a little bit of the Malik Willis uh experiment uh he he did have some phenomenal runs I mean don't get me wrong but I believe he only had five uh five pass completions he had five for 16 80 yards and those were all two uh, players that weren't wide receivers. So that's interesting. Uh, eight rushing attempts, 40 yards. So he can get it ton on the ground, but eh, he's just not quite there yet. Uh, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. Uh, if Cortland Sutton's good to go, um, yeah, I think we can do that against Tennessee. And then Greg Dulcich, my bad. That's like a, they should be playing in Germany. That sounds like a Germany kind of a name. Dulcich? I wonder. I I can't look that up right now. Uh, but yeah, he um he's he's proven to be a pretty decent tight end. Um since he came uh you know, cleared his injury and uh Russell Wilson has really turned him quite a bit. Um and that oh Derrick Henry, of course, is in your lineup each and every week. Uh it's be interesting to see what Melvin Gordon, Chase Edmonds, uh Latavius Murray. Marlon Mack, what that backfield looks like going forward. Um, if Melvin Gordon is still the true starter, or if in fact it's just like a three four-headed monster, we're going to have to wait and see. The three five-and-one Indianapolis Colts at the two-and-six Las Vegas Raiders. If Jonathan Taylor is good to go, I mean, he was spotted at practice with that ankle injury on Wednesday, so if he's good to go, he's back in your lineup. Josh Jacobs is going to be in the lineup. Um, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro is on the injury report along with Darren Waller. Monitor their situation. Um, either either way, I'm I'm close to just uh, benching them both. I do own shares of them in multiple leagues, so it's one of those situations where uh, Michael Pittman is the only option. I feel like you can comfortably start uh, in Indianapolis, even with uh, Ellinger passing on the ball. Uh, it's just... It's kind of a mess in Indy, but we'll see what the interim head coach Jeff Saturday can do with that situation. Six and two, Dallas Cowboys at the three and six. Green Bay Packers. is a Mark Mc- Matt, I don't even remember his name. What the heck was his name? Mike McCarthy Revenge Game. But I don't like that narrative because then you'd be getting revenge on the Green Bay Packers. So what we got is Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, man. It, it's just it's it's rough right now. Uh, Tony Pollard, uh, Ezekiel Elliott is still mm, unsure about playing this week. So it, there will be a heavy dose of Tony Pollard if, like, if Ezekiel Elliott is out. Uh, CD Lamb um, doesn't leave your lineup. Michael Gallup hasn't really computed to much this year. So don't feel comfortable with that situation. Uh, Dalton Schultz, mm, he looks like he's turning on as of late. I, I think. Against that Green Bay defense, it, it'd be interesting. I mean, Robert Tunyon's still a streaming option in the tight end game. Al Lazard actually did have a great performance last week, finishing wide receiver eight. So uh, if Al Lazard's good to go, Christian Watson did get dinged up against last. He is cleared for week 10 because he did not have a concussion in week nine. They believed that that's what the injury was, but it was actually he got the wind knocked out of him, but they kept him out of the game because... Of the stingy um concussion protocols as of late. The three and six Arizona Cardinals at the three and five Los Angeles Rams. Man, I don't it's it's so gross right now, this whole situation. But uh Kyler Murray ain't gonna leave your lineup. Uh, Matt Stafford, I, I don't even like him as a streaming option as of late. we got Daryl Henderson. He's looks like he's the lead back in that situation. Uh they're kinda of waiting for uh Kyron Williams to see if he the rookie um translates to anything it he could play possibly this week. So if in fact you are paying attention to that game, keep an eye on him. Uh James Connor uh did have uh seventy one percent of the workload last week, but didn't do a whole ton with it. But in his defense he was only touched the ball twelve times, including the air and carrying. So Ugh. I mean, yeah, I'd say go ahead. You can throw James Conner in there this week. I have a good feeling against this Los Angeles Rams defense, which hasn't been super, super fantastic. So uh, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Rondell Moore has been phenomenal as of late. Uh, Cooper Cup never leaves your lineup. Allen Robinson's kind of a mess. Tyler Higby is awesome when he wants to be. Um, well, actually, when he's just included in the game script, he's – He's a great tight end, and Zach Ertz isn't going to leave your lineup at tight end ever. Los Angeles Chargers at the San Francisco 49ers. Justin Herbert, man, he was drafted so high to be great, and it just hasn't been computing as of late. Hopefully this is something that, you know, he's maybe still suffering from some kind of a, well, I'm not saying I hope he's still suffering from that uh, rib injury, but he doesn't seem like he's the same Justin Herbert, but he ain't going to leave your lineup. Uh, Jimmy Galop- Galabala, Garoppolo is a streaming option uh, against the Los Angeles Chargers here. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to be great. Um, Austin Eckler. Isaiah Spiller, keep an eye on him. Uh, if, in fact, Eckler is to go down, Isaiah Spiller is going to be an excellent uh, candidate to take over the the workload there. Uh, Keenan Allen currently, he missed practice again on Wednesday, so it might be more of the... Joshua Palmer show. Uh, Debo Samuel is uh, noted as being healthy. Brandon Ayuk, uh, both are going to be in your lineup. George Kittle has been great as of late. Gerald Everett, still number 10 tight end on the season. So, yeah, those those tight ends can go in for you as well. And then we have on the Monday night game, uh, Washington uh, Commanders at the 8-0 Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts ain't going to leave your lineup. Miles Sanders. Um... Taylor Heineke has been pretty serviceable as a a, uh, a streaming option in the last couple of weeks, but I don't know if I'd like him against this one. I mean, Philadelphia's defense is pretty legit. Um, it's it's one of those. It's the I don't know if the risk is worth the reward in this one because even if he does shine a little bit, I don't think you're going to see north of 20 points. Uh, Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson have been splitting that backfield and, and you think that Antonio Gibson would get a little bit more of the love because of JD McKissick, uh, being inactive. So we're gonna have to wait and see. And maybe it's, you know, maybe if they get behind, they're gonna have to air out the ball more, which will benefit, uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson. Um, uh, he's still questionable with his injury. He started off the year pretty hot and then, you know, injury kind of sidelined them. A.J. Brown, uh, Devonta Smith are are very fine, uh, you know, options of keeping your lineup each and every week. Dallas Godert, and um, I'm thinking that should be probably it. If you have any questions, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Deliverman underscore FF, or our Facebook page, at the Fantasy Football Deliverman Podcast. But that's it. That's all I got for you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I know it's not super exciting, and I do sound like Ray Romano, so it may be a little bit annoying, but it you know, hopefully the fantasy advice uh helps you. I mean we're getting towards the the rough part of the season where if you know you're in the bottom of the barrel, especially in like dynasty setups, you might be uh trying to stack up on some picks, you know, get rid of some players and whatnot. So, you know, just uh just don't be caught holding the bag. I currently own Ezekiel Elliott one league and it's one of those situations where uh his his time might be up because of uh the, I mean I know Jerry Jones loves Ezekiel Elliott but Tony Pollard has shown that he has a lot of juice, you know, he's a great running back so don't be caught um holding the bag in some of those leagues, you know, uh, self for as high as you can get for him, you know, um put him on the block, you know, some of these uh, fantasy formats mats have that option. So, also, I would like to thank our listeners for listening. You know, we love you. Um, yeah, and uh, maybe Adam will be back next week. I'll have to check his schedule. See if it lines up with my schedule. But we'd like to thank our sponsors, Anchor and the Brothers 3 of Ocanto. Oh, yeah! And Reimer Heating. Boom shakalaka! Of the Crivets area. And Kyle Table. It's not a real thing, so I hope nobody, like, searches kyle table to see what it's about like things that i manufacture tables or something in my free time which i have very little i mean i haven't found any free time in a super long time but thank you for one thing one thank you once again for listening we are the fantasy football delivery men podcast out <laughs>